Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Uh, it's okay. kind of fantastic. It's kind of like a dream, though. It's pretty cool. Well, that's, that's one way of looking <laughs> at it. That's what we do. It's Make a dream. people's dreams yeah, come true. We are, we are the weavers of dreams. Mm-hmm. Dream We are the tellers weaver. of stories. <laughs> okay. of the Professional Book Nerds podcast presented by Overdrive. Made it through without laughing. So <laughs> and now. now it's gone. For now. Now it's gone. It's gone. Uh, hi, Adam. Hi, Jill. How are you doing today? I'm great. Um, we are not by ourselves, as you have heard. Uh, the first, the first, the voice you just heard is Andrea. Hello, welcome back, Andrea. Hello. I, I'll ask how you're doing, even though I know because you've been singing the past few minutes that you must be in a good mood. How are you doing today? I'm good. And we are joined by a newbie, Lisa. Hello. Hello. How are you doing today? Super good. Thank you for asking. Are you going to sing a bunch today, too? Um, I might. It's, it's possible that okay. I might sing. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so today we have a, a whole party in here because we are going to talk about magical schools. Yeah, we are. Yay. Yeah. Because it's, mag- it's, it's back to school time. So this actually, there's a lot of, of, of corporate synergy going on in here because Monday's episode was an interview I did with Sarah Gailey and they wrote a book called Magic for Liars which just happens to have a magical school in it and then Lisa sent an email to a whole bunch of us in the staff without knowing that hey I want to do a back to school related blog post for our library blog and let's talk about magical schools and then a light bulb went off because Spoiler alert, Jill and I never plan Thursdays in advance. Nope. So this worked out well. Yay. Nope. I'm glad I could help you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. So, yeah. and then Andrea's here because... Because why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Every day is better with Andrea. Um, Aww. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, obviously, the the main school that everyone knows about, about magic is Harry Potter. We don't have to talk about Hogwarts. Who? What? We don't, have to, we don't have to talk about Hogwarts, but... I, what I want to know is, Lisa, what is your house? Hufflepuff. You're a Hufflepuff. Ooh, so we've got two puffs. Yep. Two puffs, a Slytherin, and a Gryffindor. Okay. I was I was kind of, I, I could see that, but I was kind of hoping you were going to be a Ravenclaw, so we could have one of each. Oh. So you sort of ruined it. But Sorry. It's fine. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> we so. should, like, make from now on, like, make sure that's a that's a prerequisite question. <laughs> <There's always laughs> yes, like your entrance. What is your house? What is your house? We need, yeah. a, we need that's a good fair. That's fair. mix. Okay. I well, feel like I could have been a Ravenclaw. But so much of our office. I would never, ever have gotten the, the little commons room. Like, over the Ravenclaw. I'd be locked out forever. I'll just mm-hmm. sleep in the hallway. I live fire. here now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not going to talk about Harry Potter because oh. we talk about Harry Potter all the time. And there'll probably be several more Harry Potter episodes in the near future, I'm sure, just because... Um, but we, what we are going to talk about is a whole bunch of books that feature magical schools. So we made a Google Doc that we all shared, which is uh, a peek behind the curtain. The first time Jill and I have ever done that. This is episode 366 of this podcast. We are dummies. Well, you can't always come out of the gate 
strong. No, and we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Successful despite our... Where's the lie? Where's the lie? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we each have a bunch of books we're going to talk about, uh, or series of books in certain cases, and the tie-in is that they all are a magical school related of some sort. So because you're, the fir- you're, you're a newbie, I'm going to let you start. So feel free to talk about... Any book that you have put on your list. Or go for a curveball and talk about one of our books that you may not have read, which would be really funny. Okay. Well, first of all, then, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, everyone keeps talking about the carry-on, but mm-hmm. I tried to read it, and I could not because of my true Hufflepuff loyalty. Oh. It was like cheating on Harry Potter. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Really? It was, uh, yes. I'm going to try again, though, because I feel like it's important. So, <laughs> so I'm sorry if you get hate mail. I apologize. I'm sorry, okay. people. Well, the person who's going to hate you most is in the room with you is Jill. I don't hate Sorry. I want to read it. I want to. It's okay. Here. This is what I will say. I read Fangirl first. Okay. Did I read Fangirl first? Maybe. Never mind. I may read Fangirl first. (laughs) That whole story doesn't work again. But I would recommend Fangirl because that sort of like gives you like a lead in to sort of the world. Um, I mean, it's basically Harry Potter fan fiction. Okay. That's just, like, right. just see it as Harry Potter fan fiction. I can do it. I can do it. So bad. Okay. <laughs> That's to say that several, Andrea actually put Carrie on in her list. I but did. But yeah. was going to talk about it, too. Yeah. That would be the Waffer School of Magics. Yes. And there's a Wayward Sun is coming out. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. In October. You're just now realizing. I just got going. it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you Really? Do we have to like pull? Are you, you going to sing? Can I right sing? Now? Well, okay. So every time I would hear the see the book or hear the book, I uh-huh. always would think "Carry On My Wayward Son," yeah. and I would be stuck in my head for like mm-hmm. a day. Wonder but why. now I just realized, book one is "Carry On" and book two is "Wayward Son," and it just—I even have "Carry On Wayward Son" comes out nine twenty four, and I just just clicked. Andrea, so I think people asked Rainbow online. Like, Did you know that? <laughs> It's right? a song by Can- Kansas? Yes, Kansas. And she's like, what? You're, you're t- no way. Shocking. Anyway, so you have... Related, quasi-related. It's going to be a long episode. <laughs> I don't know who else saw this on Twitter and signed up, but her publisher, Wednesday Books, is, so they changed the cover design and style between Carry On and Wayward Son. So Wayward Son has a different cover style. So... I don't know how long they're giving it out, but there's, like, if you go to her Twitter, you could get a link to a website for Wednesday Books where they will send you a free dust jacket for carry-on <laughs> that is stylized to match the way it's on one. So now you can have their copy. You'll, they'll look similar. Oh, my God. That's kind of fantastic. That's bananas. It is amazing. And as someone who is very particular about those things. <laughs> you are very particular. About and this. gets annoyed when they don't match. I was like, yes, please. I will take my free dust jacket. So anyway, that's we basically talked about Carry On in the uh, sense that it's fan fiction for Harry Potter fans. And we've talked about it a lot, too. So. Yeah, we have. That's true. So would you like to talk about one of the books that you have read, Lisa? Sure. Um, okay. One of the ones that I had on my list was Wayside School. Both, yeah. Because um, it reminded me of when I taught second grade, and I used to always read Wayside School, sideways stories from Wayside School, and Wayside School is falling down, and we'd always read it like a couple chapters a day, and I really wish that I could be at Wayside School, because it's pretty awesome. And really, the only thing that really stands out in my mind is um, that they got a cow up to the 30th floor somehow. And See, they, I remember floor 13. They didn't know what to do. <gasps> oh, my God. 
Best chapter. Yes. Four thirteen. Four people's light bulbs just went off at the same time. All of us. We were all like, "That's right, four thirteen. Yep, four thirteen. And Mrs. Mrs. Goff. I always remember the kid that was a rat. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I don't know why that's the one. I don't remember his name, but yeah. Do you remember what was magical about the school, or was it just like a whole like whimsical situation? I think it was more whimsy. It was yeah, like it was supposed whimsy. to be have thirty classrooms that were going like horizontal, and then I'm moving my hands around like you people can you're see. Good. I'm I sorry. Do, I, again, I still think um, this stuff. You're good. And but they screwed up and they built it vertical, thirty floors, thirty stories, and the teacher she pushes computers out the window for to teach gravity and stuff. It's just a good time. Did you ever do the math book? There, what? There was a math book. Tell me. There was a math book that was basically like kind of logic and puzzles. So it would be like two apples equals a pear. <laughs> and Sorry. like one watermelon and an apple equals yes. a banana. And like in potassium levels? or <laughs> That's you have to figure out what why? does an apple uh-huh. equal in a number. Do you know why something? I know why bananas have potassium? Honey, I shrunk the kids too. Or it's a three. I think it's three. Interesting. But yeah, because like the one kid has a potassium deficiency and he has an attack and his sister's like, get him a banana. Bananas have potassium. And that's why I know bananas have potassium. People learn things from movies. See? They do. The most understated. People learn things from movies. Um, Jill, do you want to talk about a book? I'm just going to, I'm going to do my best to steer this ship. Sure. And I'm going to do my best Um, to run it aground. Yeah, I know. Uh, So I have um, the University from The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. Okay, so I talked about the library um, from this school. uh, It's more like a university. um, And I have written down episode 143, which was Jill's favorite fantasy libraries. So that was specifically about the library, which is part of the university, which is a school so old and well-known, it doesn't actually need a name beyond the university in this world. Oh, um, but it is just it's this incredible school where they go and they learn magic, um, and there's just like full of secrets, you know, like Patrick Rothfuss was behind the mysterious four plate door. You really need to write the third book in the series because I need to. But <laughs> but the, one of the best parts is that it requires an entrance exam to get into the school where the applicant must prove their skill level and um, their tuition is based on their skill level and like how they do in this exam so it's it's like fluctuates there's a sliding scale type of thing and um Kavos entrance exam and outcome is hands down one of my absolute favorite scenes in all of literature wow <laughs> like it's just so good the way he like does the exam and what happens and everything but yeah the university the name of the wind nice having not read it and i you can answer yeah. quickly um uh, that sounds it's it sounds like that could very easily go into like classism quite easily with how things what you pay according so to your talent does yes. he avoid that uh i spoilers okay never mind well that's fine i mean that cl- classism does come up within okay. the books yes because right. of course there's a character who is um a bit of a brat about things okay right. mm. i was just i was just curious i was just curious uh, do you want to talk about a book other than Carry On, Andrea? Andrea? Sure. So my book is a little bit of a series, and it's for the kitties. Keep going. Little, little. Well, you you hesitated. Um, so parents, aunts, uncles. Yes. You can get this for your small. I'm listening. Children, nieces, nephews. It's um, Sophia the First, 
It's based off a TV show on Disney. Yes. Or Disney Junior, I guess. And so Sophia is a princess. And she goes to Royal Prep Academy, which the headmistresses are fairy, f- fairies, fairies, Flora, Fauna, and Mary Weather from <gasps> Sleeping Beauty. Nice. That's so fantastic. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And did you two not know about? I've seen Sophia the first a little bit, but I totally forgot about. Yeah. Mm. So they do have a magic class. And there's no logic in it because these are just random princes and princesses who take a magic class. But there's also Hexley Hall, where the sorcerers go for their magic. So I don't understand what makes them so special. Hexley Hall. I like that. Get it? It's a good, it's a good plan. Um, but yeah, they're cute little books. The series is really cute, too, the first time you watch it. Not so much the 50th <laughs> well, time yeah. that you go through it. But if I've noticed anything about your... Your, your eldest daughter uh, through your Instagram stories and, uh, and meeting her a few <laughs> times. It's that she sure does like what she likes. I feel like yes. I have seen mm. Frozen yep. more because of your Instagram than uh-huh. I would have ever in my yeah. life. Yeah, she, we go through phases where it's this or nothing and then it fades away and we bore her away from Sophia for a while and that was nice and now we're back. <laughs> Because she has to teach her sister about Sophia now. That's true. What about Moana? Oh, we're on Moana too. Oh, although it's Moana. it's um it's Maui. The name of the movie? She, she well, it, the movie's Moana, but she refers to it as Maui. Oh. Did you just <laughs> explain to me the name of the movie that yes. I, that I just said seconds ago was Moana? Okay. Yes. But she loves Maui. She likes Maui. Okay. Oh. As soon as it starts, she's like, "Mama, where's Maui?" I'm like, "He's coming." <laughs> Let the plot develop, child. Um, She's got to get there first. It's a whole thing we got to go through. Grandma's got to die. Spoiler. Aw. Okay, uh, my one of the ones I'm going to talk about is the Summoner series by Taryn Matharu, who was on the podcast a long, long time ago at this point. Yep. He was part of the Fear Streets tour when they came through. We interviewed the whole group. If you want to find that episode, just go to our website and search for Fierce Reads. You'll find it. Or Taryn Matharu's name. Uh, his, speaking of kind of fan fiction, his books are, and he openly says it, it's basically like Harry Potter meets uh, Chronicles of Narnia meets Pokemon meets Lord of the Rings fan fiction of all of this. So basically, there's this main character named Fletcher, and he is a blacksmith's apprentice when he discovers he has the rare ability to summon demons from another world. He has this wonderful demon named Ignatius, who reminds me of Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. Um, And he and Ignatius go to this academy for adepts, who are people that are gifted in the art of summoning. And they kind of battle with each other, and then they become battle mages to fight these savage orcs, which is where the Lord of the Rings part comes in. Um, At this point, he is just continuing to write these books. There's like seven or eight of them, but they're kind of like middle grade slash YA. You can get through them really, really quickly. Um, And in each of the covers, his uh, little tiny baby buddy, Ignatius, gets bigger and bigger, and it's adorable. So that's the Summoner series by Taryn Matharu, and they are super quick. And if you're a Pokemon fan, I highly recommend it. Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. Pika, pika. Um... We watched that movie over the weekend, by the way. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited, too. Lisa, would you like to talk about another book? 
Um, yes, I would love to. <laughs> what am I? <laughs> no, thanks. No, I'm done. Thank you. It's been fun. Uh, that's been, uh, that's been my time. And we're out. Okay, tomorrow. <laughs> Another one that um, I love is the Magic School Bus series. Again, I'm kind of stretching it with the magical school theme, but imagine, if you will, that the school bus is, is the, the school. school. I mean, there it is. There it is. Like one. I got I it. it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. see it. No complaints for me. Yeah. The, I, they're amazing. The books are amazing. Miss Frizzle, I'm, how cool would it be to sit in her classroom and be like, this is a stupid project. Let's go meet the dinosaurs instead. <laughs> right. Or, wow, this is a dumb globe. Let's go out in space and see what we can find. Ralphie, land on Let's the go sun. up his nose. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Did that actually happen? Uh, uh, yeah. I don't um, know if they went in through his nose. But I yeah. think he swallowed a bus. The bus. Yes. Maybe that's what it was. He swa- and then they went inside the human yeah. body, which, I mean, is kind of weird. But it was still, it was really cool. Like, I'm surprised yeah. they never cut to Ralphie during that to be like, hmm. My classmates are swimming around in my body right now. Right? That's probably why they didn't do that. <laughs> There's an episode of Archer that was much more graphic, but it's the same thing. There was a, actually, when I was growing up and went to Disney, I think it was Disney, uh, there was a ride that was one of those, like, 4D rides that was... Yes! Go through the human body. Yes, that and was, it was Disney. terrible because it was the that 4D seems... technology from, like, the 90s. Oh. So basically just threw you around in your chair a whole bunch and it was like wasn't that fun you're a white blood cell and then you get out and you're like I actually want to vomit and like whiplash, we can tell you about whiplash, vomit at whiplash. this point that seems a little terrifying I'm, I'm gonna say yeah my favorite thing about the magic school bus books was how her dress at the end would predict the next book <gasps> oh this was at least with the original few I don't know yeah because it was later right but yeah I did not know that. I didn't know yeah, that either. Dress at the very end of the book, like a little the last foreshadowing. Page. Yeah, <gasps> yeah, it would usually you predict the, uh, the theme of the next one. So that's how Pixar got the idea to put things from future. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Interesting. Um, it's probably not where they got the idea. <laughs> we can pretend. Yeah. <laughs> Jill would like to keep us sure. moving along like so, a bus. Keep rolling. <laughs> See what you did there. Okay. So I have uh, the Citadel from Game of Thrones, which is where um, the maesters go to learn uh, their craft and become experts in their various fields that exist in Westeros. Um, They collect links, which form a chain. You know, so like if you have different links, they're sort of proof that you have mastered whatever that subject is, which I was always kind of cool. Um, it's like a little charm necklace. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's a little charm necklace. And so, like, <laughs> if you have, like, a really long chain, you've pretty much mastered everything. Um, plus, I have the really cool library, which, who doesn't love libraries? And, uh, yeah, good old Citadel. It's uh, it's sort of like a monastery. Like, you have to give up pretty much everything, but no, lots of Now, this of Game studying. of Thrones. Yeah. Taught what, now, what, if you play the Game of Thrones, do you live or do you die? Well, you either win oh, or you, you die. All right. Ben you Wyatt. did so Get well. You're doing so well. Get the Parks and Rec Oh, man. I do not have time to tell you how wrong that is. You know what? I, I, I actually I do. It's going to bother me if I don't talk about it. This, is, this has been Parks and Rec with Andrew and Adam. Would you like to talk about a book? Sure. So this is a series. The fifth book came out in March, and the sixth book comes out next year. Um, it's the first book is The School of Good and Evil by Soman Shainani. My apologies if both of those were wrong, pronounced wrong. That's how I would. That's how I would have okay. gone with it. So, so there's two friends. There's Sophie and there's Agatha, and they're about to find out about the sc- the fabled school for good and evil. So ordinary boys and girls go there, and they're trained to either be a 
fairy tale hero or a fairy tale villain. Youths might also work for a retelling of a story if you're doing a certain book challenge this year. Just saying. <laughs> oh, she just tied in our book I challenge. Did. Good job. Good job. Which I finished, by the way. <laughs> anyway. You're not eligible to win, <laughs> but thank you for participating. <laughs> did it for me. We will not be giving you a device to read <laughs> Fine. Um, so they take their, I guess, their, their tests. And their fortunes are turns out to be a reverse. Sophie, who is beautiful and good, ends up at the school for evil to take uglification, death curses, and henchman training. While Agatha, who is, you know, more homely, finds herself at the school for good, thrust amongst handsome princesses and fair maidens for classes in princess etiquette and animal communication. <laughs> a real wicked situation. <laughs> yeah. And hijinks ensue. <laughs> Well, you got to know how to talk no, to your I, animals. I get it. I get it. I feel like as a princess, you can't be like, who's your good little puppy? That's how I would do it. Well, yeah. You're not a princess, are you? That's, wow, it's all coming <laughs> together. You're right. I am not a princess. Um, so yeah, it's a really cool, like this, the world that she builds. And it's just, you know, you find out, you know, this is a school where Cinderella or Rapunzel and Snow White were at. And you know, people like live up to like those legends and, you know, what Good happens. luck with that. Yeah, right? Um. But yeah, but they seem like they're going to be the perfect fit for the good versus evil, and it turns out they get switched. Switcheroo. Noise. Uh, my next one is All the Birds in the Sky by Charlie Jane Anders. Uh, Charlie Jane Anders is a trans writer who is named one of Entertainment Weekly's 27 female authors who rules sci-fi and fantasy. Uh, she also is the co-founder of io9.com. Uh, with Annalie Newitz, actually, who has been on the podcast for a long, long time ago, which I'm just now realizing was the tie together that I learned about her <laughs> books. Good job, me. Uh, so there's an ancient society of witches and a hipster technology startup, and they go to war in order to prevent uh, the world from tearing itself apart to further complicate things. Each of the group's most promising mm-hmm. followers may just be in love with one another. Um, Charlie Jane Andrews has this ability to write science fiction that's like really, really funny and uh quirky and makes you laugh and then all like while you're laughing all of a sudden you're like holy shit this makes a lot of really good points about the world and uh wow this is very thoughtful and wonderful so uh the society of witches is what i'm using as the example of a school here i tied it in uh mainly because i realized we never talked about charlie jane anders and they have a wonderful collection of books so that's all the birds in the sky and if you like sci-fi you'll very much like that uh, she's a witch. She's a witch. Uh, she turned me into a newt. <laughs> that I like this just all over. That was Monty Python in Search for the Holy Grail. From I Andrea. got better. <laughs> a newt. Um, boy, this is either a great episode or a terrible <laughs> episode. It's great. Have confidence. I had coffee prior to this, which I kind of uh, wish I did. Uh, I feel very ill prepared for this. I don't know. You're fine. <laughs> okay, well, I, again, went a little um, off of the path here, but I went with Miss Bindergarten's classroom. Why, you say, did you go with Miss Bindergarten? Because what? she's a dog. <laughs> what? Hold on. The hold dog, on. The teacher's hold a dog. On. The teacher's a dog. I know. Wait. Hold on. Let's do this again. Sure. <laughs> Why did you go with Miss Bindergarten? <laughs> Here's why I went with Miss Lisa. Binder- there's a very specific formula that we follow in this <laughs> podcast. Don't listen. No. Blast. There's not. I promise. <laughs> not. Not at all. 
It's like a throwback <laughs> to when, to my kindergarten teacher days, I always started the school year with Miss Bindergarten Gets Ready for Kindergarten. And yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, and right? the teacher's a dog. Then that's why I chose that. Uh, what is Miss <laughs> like, Bindergarten? How does that work? <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess all the other kids, they're animals too, which oh. the, besides the point, uh, but she's no, a dog. I feel dog. like that's feel important <laughs> to mention. And she's crafty. Like right, because I'm imagining like human students and a dog. Oh yeah, it's totally yeah. not human students. It's okay. like a dogs, alligator dogs and oh. all kinds of a zebra. Sure. I think one's a yak, maybe. Oh, I like yaks. Yeah, well, actually, I don't know if I like yaks, but I like the idea of a yak. Right. This just sounds like a murder death scene waiting to happen. There's an alligator I, and a zebra, and you know, it kind of could go very wrong. I feel right? like. Well, like, this may this sounds like it posits a world. Where these animals can exist in harmony, which perhaps tells us a little bit about the world. Maybe it does. It gives us a lesson. You see? I, see what I did there? I also <laughs> like that in our shared doc, you put as your note next to this. I, I don't think they mentioned the school, but if a dog is the teacher, I want to be there. See? Which is, I would love to be there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, w- I would mess around with Miss Bindergarten's class. Sounds All right. Like a, good, like, a, like a good old time. I know I really didn't fit in the category, but you know what? I, I feel talking like dogs a dog and animals right. and living in harmony and such. It sounds magical. It is. Ma- is I magical. think it would be magical. I wish dogs could talk. I, um, I kind of do. They talk with their eyes. Yeah, they do talk with but their yeah, eyes. Yeah, I don't. Need, I honestly like know my dogs' yeah. pitches and stuff enough now. They, they can. It's That's just true. so obvious when they want certain things. Uh, I mean, my dog huffed at me the other day, and I'm pretty sure <gasps> it was because he was annoyed with whatever I was doing. Yeah. Well, you have two small children in your house, so I imagine your dog is always annoyed. With no, 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 they on. were asleep. It <laughs> was directed towards me. Oh, well. Maybe it was deserved. Holden <laughs> grumbles all the time. If, like, I don't feed him on time. It's like, <laughs> all right. Well, I grumble, too, if I don't get fed on time. You're a lot today. <laughs> I want you to know that. Um, Jill, I think you have one more in here, yeah? I do, and it also sort of goes off whatever script yeah. a little. But it's the Gallagher... Gallagher, Gallagher. <laughs> you want to take that one more time? No. Right, let's just move on <laughs> to the next book. No, it's the Gallagher Girls series by Allie Carter, which is a boarding school for spies. Ooh. So it is, yeah, teenage girls, they go to this boarding school and learn how to be, like, spies. And it's, like, all espionage. And uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it sounds cool. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, yeah. Um... So, like, from the outside, it looks like just, like, a normal boarding school, but there's, like, secret passages that go, like, downstairs, you know, to where all the crazy stuff is and all the... That's, that's fun. It's a lot of fun. What it's do they spy for? Um, it's more just sort of, like, learning spy techniques. Because I'm imagining, a, after graduation, a very spy versus spy scenario. Just got to read the books, Andrew. Yeah, you have to keep reading. <laughs> it's in that... Uh, okay. I feel like we we maybe should have done not... We we shoehorned ourselves with magical. Not that either of you paid attention to the. I, I, but, oh man! Um, um, but we could have done just like different types of schools. Too late. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know. We're, we're not already so, committed. No, we're, we're super committed. Um, Andrea, do you have more books? You I could just do. look at the doc argument that we are sharing. I do. Um, I'm going to throw this one out there for our lovely Christina. Because she asked me to. She's not here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Forget it, then I'll move on. 
No, um, put it out there. For the schools, if they participated in the Overdrive Summer Read, which ends, well, I guess I don't know when this is airing. This airs tomorrow. Well, it ends today. Thursday. Thursday the, Thursday, the 15th. Thursday. Thursday the 15th. <laughs> um, so there's the three books that were offered. There was Misfits by Jen Calonita. Who was on the podcast a long, long time ago. Who was on the podcast a long, long time ago. Cool. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what episode. This is also kind of like my last book where there's the Royal Academy, which is training grounds for fairy tale leaders of tomorrow. There's A Date with Darcy by Tiffany Schmidt. Schmidt. Oh, you're just going. Don't get <laughs> into girl. a new girl thing. Yeah, so you're just doing a bunch of her books, huh? I'm just doing the three. Okay. Um, and this is where this one is, um, I think, book boyfriends come to life. So this is obviously very Mr. Darcy in Pride and Prejudice. And this is a magical school as well. Oh, A Date with Darcy. Where all I fantasies come true. Now it, now it makes sense to me. I see what's happening there. See? Yeah. The second one, I think, is... I don't remember the second one. I know Gatsby's involved somehow. Uh-huh. And you, we know he's a great guy. Stand up. Y- Mr. Old, Darcy, are you kidding me? Good what? old Ugh. Gatsby. Man. If I had to go between Gatsby and Darcy, I'd 100% pick Darcy. Oh, light myself on fire. Agreed. You know what? No. They're both terrible. Uh, well, yeah, well, yeah, that's not the argument. We're not saying well, yeah. they're not. <laughs> between the between two. Between the two. Man, I mean, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that I don't want to talk about. Read the room, Adam. I I no. Not only do I, I don't want to read the room, nor do I want to reread either of those books. They're trash. Talk about the the, the next. I, um, there's I Claudia, which is a. I'm reading my notes. I shouldn't really make font bigger. My eyesight is just <laughs> awful. Sorry. Um, where Claudia is pulled into a high-profile world of the Senate and Honor Council, and then she has to protect her school by wielding a magical power. Sounds interesting. Jam. Like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shocking scandals, tyrants waiting in wings, and political dilemmas with no easy answers. Nice. Um, I have a, uh, a series that I haven't read yet, but boy, am I going to after discovering <laughs> what it's about. Uh, it's the Book of the Ancestor series by Mark Lawrence. The first of the books is called The Red Sister, and it is described thusly. Uh, it is as if you took um, Game of Thrones and put it into Harry Potter, <gasps> specifically Arya Stark, who is the like main character yes. of this. It's basically like an Arya Stark goes to Hogwarts and learns to murder, I think. Sure. I feel like she would have taken Voldemort down way quicker. Yeah, probably. Um, and they're... Maybe there would have been, although the problem is there would have been way less character development of Voldemort uh, because, never mind, Game of Thrones. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, the first one's called Red Sister by Mark Lawrence. (laughs) And the cover looks quite intense. But um, yeah, I want to read these, the Book of the Ancestors series. And literally, I stopped paying attention to the descriptions after I saw Arya Stark in Hogwarts. Tell me no more. Yeah, I, I don't need to know anymore at all. Um... Let's see. And Andrea has one more, I think. Yeah. So I guess this goes, I should have done this one first. It goes along with the lines of it's not magical, supernatural. There you go. Okay. Um, so the Vampire Academy series by Rochelle Mead. And no offense to the people who worked on the movie, but pretend the movie doesn't exist. Wait, show, TV show, right? Movie. 
Movie? Movie. Oh, this, this feels like a CW really? show. Really? It is a CW show, too. Right? It? I think so. I know there's the Shadowhunter series, but I think that's pretty far. I feel like it's a thing. I, I don't no know. Idea. The Shadowhunter I told you about the Shadowhunter series thing, yes. right? So there's an interview with Cassandra Clare, who wrote, that's that's her stuff, right? Correct. Yeah, so she wrote the books that began the Shadowhunter series, and they asked her about it. They're like, what do you think of this show? And her exact response was, it'd been great if they read the source material. Uh which makes me laugh. It's a very popular <laughs> yeah. series. Anyway. Anyway. Vampire Academy. Um, so it follows um, the Morat, Mori, Mori princess, who is a vampire, Lissa, and her bodyguard in training, Rose. I like that vampires have to have bodyguards because that just doesn't seem like something they would need. Um, but then they come back to, after being on the run, they come back to their school and... St. Vladimir's Academy, which is where all the other vampires and their bodyguards go to learn things about being vampires and vampire bodyguards. Naturally. And then um, the evil vampire race, the Strigori, are just around and causing havoc. They use that stupid name in um, The Strain, which was a FXXXX show. I think it was the one X. A vampire that was so bad and got like four seasons. I feel like it started off pretty strong. And then they showed the their giant villain and he looked like a huge Muppet, which don't get me wrong, I love Muppets. <laughs> Who doesn't? But I don't want my vampire to look like a Muppet. No. Unless it's Kermit with the teeth uh, and about, attacking Vincent or, Price. Or, uh, what the what about the Count? Those are both fine because they're children's <laughs> shows and they're not implied to be tried at super scary. They're I like, think Here's the point the was... The original Count used to look super scary, though. The Count probably should have been your most obvious. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking of the I was, I was thinking of the gif when they have Kermit with the teeth and he bites, bites Vincent Price. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that was what... But you guys are all right. I'm happy to admit. One right. victim, two victim. <laughs> Three victims. If we're talking, and if we're talking about books that have become TV shows or movies, uh, The Magicians by Lev Grossman is another really good one because that show is really, really fun. And there's a fun uh, school about turning into magicians. So that's also a series, but I don't want to get into it. What? I didn't really like that book. Fine. I mean, I'm not. (laughs) It's still a book with uh, the magical school. I know it's a book with the magical school. I've heard the series is really good, though. The TV series? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've watched like four episodes and so far. <laughs> Aces. Um, okay. So those are a bunch of books about <laughs> magical schools. Do people have other things they want to talk about? Lisa? Um, if I'm ever allowed back, I'll be so much more prepared. <laughs> I don't know. I think it worked out fine. You okay. are as prepared as Jill and I usually are. Man, we pe- just fake it really well. People listen to us. That's funny. Um, <laughs> no, I think you did great. Oh, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I had so much fun. <laughs> great. Okay. You're so disparaging um, to yourself. Me? Yeah. yeah. People listen to me and I don't know why. I don't. Uh, Andrew, any parting thoughts or songs you want to sing? <laughs> I can't do it on cue. They've got to be natural and off the cuff. Thoughts. Okay. Jill, would you have any, any parting words? I don't think so. Okay. All right, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Professional Book Nerds Podcast. Bye.
Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com, and our library friends can purchase these titles in Marketplace. Professional Book Nerds is proud to be an Evergreen Podcast signature program. To learn about other Evergreen podcasts, visit evergreenpodcasts.com. Our podcast is produced, recorded, and edited by Adam Sokol and Jill Grunewald and presented by Rakuten Overdrive. For more information, visit professionalbooknerds.com. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.